Hey guys, this is Luke Hodson, one half of the Bucket of Beef show. Thanks again for your continued support. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that we're working on a very exciting project that we did talk about a little bit in the last episode, but we wanted to give a little bit more of a formal announcement uh, at the beginning of this week's. Uh, Alex has written a wonderful uh, pilot and a few other episodes for a television series uh, titled Samuel Court. Uh, it is basically uh, kind of like a, an exaggerated version of our current lives in Bed-Stuy, our roommate shenanigans, and the shitty building that we live in. Just kidding. We love, we love you, Samuel Court. You're shitty in all the right ways. Um, we are in the process of fundraising for the film, uh, primarily for, uh, for food for everyone that's taking part, who has uh, very generously uh, donated their time to us because they, like us, believe uh, that the product that um, Alex has envisioned is good, <laughs> or will be good. Um, we're putting everything we can into it. We're working very, very hard, um, and we could really use some additional support. Um, thanks again to everyone that has already been financially supporting us uh, on the Patreon page. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we really sincerely appreciate that. Um, if anyone that is giving or hasn't given in the past uh, would find it in their heart to support us. Uh, we'll be linking the GoFundMe um, in this uh, podcast as well, as well as on our Instagram page. Um, you can follow us on Samuel Court's Instagram page as well, which will be going up probably a few days after this podcast comes out. Uh, but you can stay up to date on uh, our pre-production, uh, production, post-production, everything like that. Um, we want you to feel like you're a part of it because uh, you uh, have, have been a part of our lives listening to this podcast so far. And uh, we just want to share this exciting new chapter with you guys. Uh, with all that said, on to the Bucket of Beef show. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy our discussion and review of The Iron Giant. Thanks. It's Beefy, baby. Hey. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. Hey. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Hey. Let's get it. Hey. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Hey. Rated PG 13. Hey. Your mom didn't make that casserole. <laughs> Beef. This is the BOB Network with your co hosts, Alex Morrison and Luke Hodson. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what episode is this? Is this 25 or 26? This has to be 25. Because if it wasn't 25, like we would be talking about, I'm going to look right now. <laughs> Say hello, Luke. Rock. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Tree. <laughs> Superman. Superman. Kill. Guns. Kill. This is... Dead? <laughs> this has to be... I don't know what episode this is. It's 25. We've decided. We've decided. We yep, can, okay. it's 25, everyone. Okay. <laughs> DM us if you think we're wrong. Not that we ever get DM'd. Not that we ever, ever get DM'd. Okay, oh. no, this would be we're just, 24. We're just, this is 25. We're just this doing this into a void. Officially. If you listen to this, DM us, please, so I know. We, we, we have just, no way to track anybody listening. Yeah, it's weird that you guys can track us, but we can't track you. Yeah, I know you're tracking me right now. Yeah, quit being weird about it. Just say it. Just <clears throat> say you're doing it. Yeah, just tell us. Tell your friends. 
Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your lover. Yeah, I see. Tell your lover's secret lover. Yeah, your lover's secret lover. Yeah. And hey. They better know. I see you walking around. I see you just taking step after step on that street. Not listening to nothing. Yeah, except for us. Yeah, look around. We're right behind you. Yeah. Oh, missed us. Oh, where are your keys? Missed us again. Yeah, check your pocket. Check your pocket. (laughs) There's a sticker in there. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, hello, everyone. Uh, We are here to review the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. The urn jaunt. Yes. Uh, Luke. Oh, you have a question for me. No, you should have a question. Okay, I have an Iron Giant related question, but I should probably ask a different question. Okay. To start. Okay. Are you Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? No. Okay. So, okay. Can you Can you think while I while yeah. I ask you how you're doing? Oh, I have to I have to surmise how I'm doing while while also I'm also simultaneously thinking wow I have to have two thoughts at the same time yes as well as my other thoughts yes that I'm hiding from you take your time oh man you're hiding you thoughts know, from me I'm Why doing are you okay from me? <laughs> on that note I'm I'm doing okay yeah I'm feeling um I'm like a busy bee right now I'm kind of running all over the place I I'm giving out free donuts uh, during the day <laughs> and walking dogs in the in the early evening. <laughs> Uh, and somehow it's exhausting. We just, we like right before we started recording, Luke was like, you lazy bastard. Cause I have to, I do have to post more on the Patreon. Um, and I was like, I'm not lazy. I have a job. I provide for this family. And he was like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, you give away free donuts. And I'm like, and they pay me the big bucks, baby. Yeah. They get in the big bucks and he gets to walk puppies and give people free donuts. And I'm like, yeah. just this week. That's just this week's shenanigans for an obnoxious amount. Of Listen, money. last week or two weeks ago for three weeks, I walked around fucking 36 and seventh Avenue with a billboard strapped to my back <laughs> asking people if they wanted cheap office space. So there, there's two sides of this coin. Honestly, that still would be kind of fun. It kind of is fun. Yeah. Because be people fun. look at you, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'd be Have like, the people take great. the flyers because they feel bad for you because you're in fucking 96 degree heat. Yeah. 103 with the humidity. Yeah, I guess. You know what? But then you try to get their inf- the, you You have to get like their phone number in there. Oh, that's weird. But it was a great company. I really appreciated them. Could you do that to me? Could you, like, pitch me rental office space? Are you looking for an office, my friend? Literally, I'd be on the street and be like, hey there, my friend, you looking for an office? I, like, turn into would the you, genie Would you from touch fucking... them like you just touched me? I grab them right on the elbow. You grab their weenus? <laughs> no. This is the weenus, right? No, you grab here. The, where's the weenus at? I grab the, the center, the jointy you part. You grab the center jointy part? Yeah, and I... I can't move my fingers. Oh, my God. And then I... Crumpled her hand up. Crumples my hand. And I give it back. And now I want office space. And I say, give me your phone number and your email address. <laughs> that's fine. And if you refer a friend, you get $100. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Can You're really welcome. use that $100. I know. On more office space. Okay, do you have a question? I'd be like standing in the street and be like, hey there, New York. Who's looking for office space? <laughs> hey there, anybody, anybody. Who wants some office space? Hey, you think everyone I'm, in New York you, wants some you think office I'm space. Do, you think I'm joking, but I would literally say that. Really? I would literally stand in the middle of the sidewalk with like 100 people coming at me. And I'd be like, anybody looking for office space? <laughs> anybody looking for office space in New York City? And I would do that for five hours straight. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And my mic is peaking, so sorry to everyone's ears on that. <laughs> Uh, but I'm I've I'm I've been a true carnival barker this uh, this summer. This summer I've give, given away free ice cream, promoting shoes, whole bunch of random, random things. Yeah, and, and you get free stuff. Fun. Like I get free cool. stuff. I got two two free pairs of shoes. Dude, I don't even July. I don't even get free stuff in my job. Crazy. You get discounted beer. It's discounted. You just get encouraged alcoholism. 
Yeah, which is, yeah, is. I encourage alcoholism. <laughs> uh, my feet hurt. Yeah, every I walk, day. I walk thirty thousand steps a day. <laughs> my ass is tighter than ever, dude. You guys. Listen, if you haven't seen his, my you, fucking hip flexors. Ooh, you gotta you gotta snap a pic, man. I do need to work on my hip mobility. I'm though. telling you, if you really wanted to make some money, you gotta make an OnlyFans. Yeah, just pop it open. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, pop that shit open live. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I don't think I'm brave enough to. I, I think I'd maybe do static pictures, but I don't think I could show my asshole like that. No? I can't wait for my parents to potentially listen to this episode. I think they would. I think, I think if you were bringing home some chronic bacon. Mom and dad, I would never expose my open asshole to anyone for anything. His fingers are crossed, in case you weren't aware. No, they're not. They're so They're crossed. super open. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, question time, question time. Yeah, would you rather... Uh, would you rather have to kill a baby dolphin or a baby elephant? Jesus Christ. <laughs> to save the world. To save the world? Oh my god. A dolphin. I You kill a baby dolphin. I would kill a baby dolphin. Dolphins are more prone to acts of violence in nature, I think. They absolutely are. And I mean not that elephants don't kill people, but But like largely they have to be provoked or you have to be like in their territory. Dolphins are like or rapists like... and stuff too. Yeah, fuck like, dolphins. Dolphins are pretty nasty. I also am under the this is a strange take from me. Fish in general, this is a really hot take for me. So if anyone takes offense, I'm very sorry. Um fish don't have souls. <laughs> okay. Even mammal dolphins don't have oh, souls. Oh, you don't think dolphins have souls? I don't. Wow. Anything with fins and, like, unnecessary holes and gills. You don't think whales have souls? No, I don't. Dude, whales, to- I t- disagree with you on that. Whales definitely have souls. I don't believe that. You don't think a manatee has a soul? A manatee is kind of a different thing because they are it's a partially land animals, too. Not really. Manatees? Manatees are not land animals. Yes, they, they are. Partially. The They're partially. How? Wait, are manatees what I'm thinking? Or are you that... thinking of a seal? I'm thinking of seals, and also what's the other thing with the tusks? A walrus. A walrus. <laughs> the fuck is a manatee? You don't know what a manatee is? Show me a picture. I'm showing of a this manatee. man a picture of a manatee right now, and he's gonna go, "Oh, is that the? Yeah, I'm pretty sure manatees are the ones that like old. Uh, this is a fucking old manatee. sailors You're thought were that fucking, have a fucking mermaids. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't have a soul? No. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm just under the like okay here's my thing this looks like and a I have man, to be it looks like a man that just wants a library book. <laughs> are you kidding me you slap glasses on him yeah dude he's a professor no okay of okay then just let me be clear let me be clear okay. really quickly because I don't know I see like large groups of fish especially when I'm watching like David Attenborough specials I'm like okay those fish don't have souls mm. I care less about dolphins. If they have a soul or not, okay. I care more for dolphins than I do for any other type of fish. Dolphins also, not a fish. But I I understand it's a mammal. I said that already. But I'm saying they okay. ca- like they're a fish in my mind because they're in the fucking ocean. This is okay. Don't. don't. We'll stop. <laughs> I hold dolphins and whales. Do you think like octopi have souls? No. <laughs> Anything in the water doesn't have a soul. No. Okay. Let me finish what I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm sorry. It's that I think dolphins and whales. Are soul adjacent? Are soul adjacent? <laughs> okay. Okay. They don't have full souls. They don't have full souls. It's like but an they angel can, before. But they, they can care. How do you they, know what I mean? How do they get souls? Or I, are they just not? I think I think they are just capable of caring. I don't think that they have souls. Uh, okay. And I know that doesn't make a ton. Someone out there will be like, I get that. Well, that person also probably believes that a soul doesn't exist. But I I do believe souls exist. Okay, I see. I do believe souls exist. It's a niche belief. It's a very niche belief. Okay. Is that, but like, I hold them to a higher standard than I do any other type of fish. 
It goes, it goes, it goes. <laughs> Even though it's it, not a fish. It goes, uh, shut up. It so goes, it goes so every it's, fish it's and then of, mammal dolphins and of, then like it's mammal. Of, it's top of fish adjacent, but it's bottom of any mammal. Exactly. Okay. That, yeah, there we go. See, you're so good at clarifying this for me. I just had to get through the thought. I, I, yeah, I understand your thought. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about, <laughs> would, would you rather kill a dolphin? Or... Oh yeah. 100% I'd kill a dolphin before an elephant. <laughs> okay, of course, why? dude. Why though? Because it's a, a land creature. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Because elephants, I don't know. I feel like elephants have a better PR team than dolphins. Okay. Dolphins have a great PR team. Like, people really fuck with dolphins, but, like, there's a lot of fucking heinous shit that dolphins have done. Yeah. That uh, they haven't been able to cover up too well. Like, people are like, oh, a bull elephant, like, trampled. Like, more people yearly probably get killed by elephants than dolphins. Yeah, like, we all, because we all walk on land. That's got to be a 100% fact. Sure. Um, But... Yeah, dolphins are just devious, man. They're devious. Yeah. And bull elephants, you know, they're just territorial guys. And they they're, are. And their land's getting taken away. Getting taken away. And people are hunting them for and their they're not freaking... as bad as hippos. I feel like if hippos weren't as bad as they are, elephants would have a worse reputation. Elephants would have a worse reputation if... If hippos were if gentle. If hippos weren't as bad as... Oh, they were if nice. they were gentle. If they were gentle. Okay. Yeah. So hippos are taking a lot of the flag For large for, land animals for, that for, primarily reside in Africa. For, for fucking elephant assaults. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There's a scapegoat. The fuck was that conversation? It was great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Synopsis time. Am I doing it? For Iron Giant. I, we have I to stick on this train one. of doing the improv thing. Oh, okay. Now. I love it. I think it's so much <laughs> The last fun. one was horrendous. Let's try. Okay. Let's No, let's do. Let's, yeah, let's do. Okay. What are the parameters? Who are we? You got to just go for it. Um, Let me think. Let me that think. That can't me... be like from something that actually happens in the movie. It can't, it can't be can't... from something that actually happens in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it can't be like... Um, it can't be like... Okay, I have what it. What happens I have in, the, it. in the restaurant. We're dolphins. Okay. Are uh, you doing a dolphin voice? I can go. Okay, <laughs> but we had to talk. Eee, wow, there's a big storm out here. Eee. Eee, yeah, I really <laughs> hope that, that nothing comes down on us. Eee, what the I'm fuck is that? Do you see that? It's so bright. It's coming from the sky. Well, ah, you could say it's a, like an I I hear giant. <laughs> I have stutter. a stutter. Shut the fuck up. Don't be me. Okay. There's there's a it, it's landing, I think. Oh! Oh! Oh my god, I killed Frank. 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 Oh my god, it's an iron giant that is so gentle and kind though. Oh, I just woke up, brother. <laughs> Frank. Frank, you're Finn. Frank, you're Finn. He, 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 he doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> I, I certainly hope he doesn't go to land and, and meet a kid with a kid terribly goofy-ass name. Yeah, like Hogarth. Yeah, that'd be so I hope his mom isn't Jennifer Aniston. Who works at a diner. Yeah, his dad's in the Air Force, but they don't talk about it very much because he died. There's a guy named Dean. Yeah, and he, the uh, voice actor that voices him looks kind of like him <laughs> and, and there's a government agent guy and so yeah i think that's... who only wants to kill i really hope that this gentle iron giant doesn't go to land and then is misunderstood and then is almost destroyed by the u.s government and by collateral by the entire town frank you're bleeding out oh iron giant 
Yay! Yeah! Thank you, guys. That was I really good. hope that was entertaining. That was... Pr- I, I, But you know what's so funny? After all these, I'm always like, man, that probably was ass. And then I listen to it, and I'm like, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> We're funny as fuck. Cave humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, Iron Giant, what did you think? Uh, it was cool. I, uh, I, I... I was so curious at first because, like, there were some, like, very adult themes and things that happened. Because I, I thought it was a Disney movie, but I guess it's not a Disney movie. It's a Warner Brothers picture. Really? Yeah. One of those classic Warner Brothers movies. Yeah. And uh, it was, in its telling, a very classic type of story mm-hmm. um, comparative to, like, E.T. or Flubber. It's just, like, someone who's terribly misunderstood, misunderstood or doesn't alien. have much is, like... I mean, you can compare it very much to Airbud too, honestly. Um, but I, I, I think I, we'd want to fight canonically Airbud or the Iron Giant. <laughs> okay, okay. I think they would end up being best friends, but the Iron Giant would absolutely heave Airbud. Yeah, just a just a flick. Imagine all the crazy alley oops that they could do together. Oh my god! You know, Airbud would just pass that ball just like throws, seventy feet. The in Iron the air. Giant throws Airbud across the court. <laughs> they don't have any regulation against players throwing other players toward the hoop. They don't, as far, the as, same as, far team, as I, I know. As far as I know. If they're, you know, on rival teams, then yeah. I don't think it's fair. But Has anyone tried that? Yeah, to just heave the smallest guy up to the basket. Yeah, I mean, why not, you know? That would be crazy if, like, they just did, like, a ladder situation where they had, like, the strongest, beefiest guy hold one dude who then held up another dude, and they just walked, and they were 16 feet tall, <laughs> and the guy just dropped it in the basket. The opposing team is just running in circles around them. How do we stop them? Exactly. <laughs> Guys, we've cracked the code. <laughs> it's easy. I don't know what's going on right now. Um, I feel like Kevin Durant could... But that's the thing. I feel like the reason it doesn't get down is because basketball players have fucked up knees. They do have fucked Their up Their knees, knees get fucked up. They're so tall. So they probably wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts on Iron Giant? I liked Iron Giant. Yeah. I thought it was uh, quite good. I could tell pretty quickly you liked Iron Giant. Yeah. I, I don't know. I liked... I honestly... I haven't seen like a Cold War kind of film or like just media in a minute. Like, I guess, I mean, I recently saw Oppenheimer, and Oppenheimer definitely has some Cold War, like, well, I mean, a lot of Cold War vibes to it, because a lot of the stuff happens, um, there's, like, a bunch of different, kind of jumps around the timeline, so there's some, like, McCarthyism-type stuff going on. Yeah. Um, But, I don't know, it was really cool to see, like, the... Like, the rendition of, like, Cold War fear through, like, the lens of a child's experience. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I thought that was really cool to see, because I don't think I've ever... Like, I don't think I have ever... I ever, like, experienced any sort of, like, Cold War-type media. Of, like, the... From like, the, when from I was a kid, pers- from a kid's perspective. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. remember, like, growing up with any of that stuff. I can't remember know? anything. Like, I remember... Like, I was pretty, like... I, like, didn't know really much at all about the Cold War until, like, later on in school when I started to learn about it, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. And, like, as I got... I did I did some, like, kind of... Uh, um, I had some, like, Russian studies, and I, I briefly studied abroad for the listeners that don't know in Moscow for a little bit, so I l- ended up learning a lot more about sort of Cold War relations, r- relations too, like, during that period of my life. Yeah. But, like, before that... As, like, a child, I really knew nothing about it. No. And the cool thing, an exceptionally funny thing, actually, is when they're showing, like, the videos in The duck school. and cover stuff. The duck and cover stuff and how the desk is the only thing standing. That shit is yeah. hilarious. 
Like, they poked so much fun at that, and I was like, that's... Yeah, and just, like, the blind, like... You'll make like, it. Like, <laughs> adults being to children, like, you... If you just Get do under. what you're told, yeah. you don't have to worry about your eminent death. <laughs> it's all good. And it's so funny, because at the end, when, like, the nuke goes off... <laughs> They're like, there's, there's nowhere. Yeah, to the, go. The, the there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, the fucking dumbass that presses the buttons like, oh, we can. Get, there's a fallout shelter, and he's like, those don't fucking work. <laughs> what are you? Those are for show. Yeah. Well, there's like, a reason they call it a fallout shelter, because it's where you hide if you survive the bomb, so you don't get fucking irradiated outside. It's not a fucking shield, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, but it would have been so funny if Hogarth was like, "Oh, all we gotta do is get under a desk, guys." Yeah. Would have been. They should, he should have told the Iron Giant to catch the nuke, bring it back down, and then get under. Get under a get desk un- with it. Under the barn with <laughs> under it. Under the barn. That would have been fine. That's funny. Um. So what is? So this is a miraculously. Uh, it's like a heartwarming film. Do Very. you feel like this was more heartwarming than Airbud? Oh, they're so different in that way. I think it was more heartwarming because it has, like, a more... I mean, it has, like, more... Um, I mean, Airbud's heartwarming because it's a fucking dog that people love. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, the Iron Giant is so great because it has, like, so many... It has, like, so many great, like, adages, like, sprinkled throughout. Mm-hmm. Like, Hogarth being like, you have a choice. Like, you always have a choice. And like, he is, like, a human-esque character. Yeah, like, you... Yeah, and the Iron Giant is, like, very like human yeah uh and yeah i just really liked like you always have a choice like you don't have to be what people like perceive you as sure you know yeah um and like even though like you're i don't know because it's interesting because in a lot of ways like the iron giant like literally is and you can't really tell if he's like necessarily designed for destruction or if he's just so well equipped to defend himself, that's like against that's any kind the of really violence. cool part of you this know? movie too. Is that like because it's not you like, don't know what he is. Yeah. For, I mean, I mean, they you never, never know. You what never he is. know. But the cool thing is, is assume that he comes from space. Like yeah, yeah. But everybody thinks that it's a Russian type thing, which also like yeah, and you, it totally could have been yeah. hypothetically because yeah. uh, he fell from the sky or whatever. But like. I also love this era, the Cold War era of like the the supernatural stuff and like yeah. the government coming in and like trying to like yeah. Well, and also just like the general fear of the unknown, like it could be the like Martians coming down, like yeah. Because it's yeah. kind of that era of like we are like exceptionally fearful of everything, of like, <laughs> of, like threats, like perceived threats within the within like Earth. But also there's this, like, growing knowledge of, like, what exists beyond and, like, but at the same time it's, like, literally just, like, the beginning of, like, the tiniest inkling of understanding. Yeah. And it's that understanding of about how infinite everything is. And, like, if you're, like, so worried about, like, so much shit happening on this tiny, tiny speck that is your world like how many hor- like horrifying threats could exist could exist yeah beyond yeah. infinitely you know yeah like that's uh if you think that way that's it could be a very very motivating fear yeah you know absolutely um yeah and i really liked how the the beginning of this story is like we get that fisherman that like thinks the iron giant's a lighthouse and like He's spreading that the word. That was so cool, He's though. He's spreading the word through the whole town and everything. And there's just, like, this, like, you know, this, like, natural kind of, like, 
not even necessarily fear, but like a curiosity. Yeah, yeah. That surrounds it. Um, and then like, and then you see how like people with power fear what they don't understand because yeah. they like because they don't know if it threatens their own power. Yeah, basically. absolutely. Like you never really see like that first scene because like the town honestly like isn't very fearful of all these crazy things happening. No, they're, they're, like, they're all just like, what the fuck happened to yeah, my tractor? They're like, why are there bites out of all this? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like they aren't like the 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 government in this is portrayed as much more fearful than like the actual small town yeah. in Maine where this takes place, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Just to go back a little bit that the very first scene where like the, the fisherman thinks that he's a lighthouse. That was so like Godzilla esque, and was. like his head turns, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that's true. It very much I feel was. like he was so much bigger. It seemed like he was so yeah. much bigger in yeah. that very, very first opening scene, um, which it honestly could have been very purposeful. Um, and then as the story continues, it, it like it seems like it doesn't seem like he gets smaller, but it seems like he's like a manageable size. Does that make sense? A manageable size? Yeah, I feel. I like... I mean, he's like as big as a fucking like full-sized like cold war era u.s battleship yeah laying sure. down yeah laying down it's pretty fucking big yeah um and they kind of like play with his scale too because like they do play with the scale because they you know when you when you see him in the full perspective obviously he doesn't look that big because you're looking at it as like a multi-aerial view yeah yeah but then when you but and then so it's really cool when they when he picks up hogarth for the first time um and, like, Hogarth sees how the Iron Giant sees everything. Yeah. Where it's, like, you know, he's knocking over these, like, 60-foot trees. And the art is so him, beautiful, oh, too. Gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. Real, like, and, like, the, drawn, the little town, the main, the, like, big trees, and then yeah. you get, like, the winter the aspect of it. The and... moment that we had, like, the view of the overhead shot of, like, the diner and everything, and, like, the middle of the town, Alex was like, I want to live there. Yeah, no, I was like, this is my place to live. Yeah. I would love the that. The diner's just packed. Everyone's having a good time. Dandy time. All the old folks are being old. Yeah. There's so many elderly men in, like, just working their ass off still. Yeah. Like, every working man in this town is, like, 94. <laughs> they are. They're super old. I, my favorite old guys in in this were uh, the two guys that were on the uh, the train that hit the Iron Giant <laughs> when he was trying to fix the tracks. And, like, the guy, when a guy has a lump on his head and the other one's like, Go on, Frank. Tell him what you saw. <laughs> I don't know if that's his actual name, but I liked that guy. He was very cute. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite character outside of Hogarth? Is Hogarth your favorite character, first of all? And then who's your favorite character um, outside of Hogarth? I liked Dean a lot. Yeah. I think Dean was my favorite. Uh, well, I mean, the Iron Giant is... I feel like I can't count the Iron Giant or Hogarth. Yeah. Um. So, like, so in that case, I would say Dean. I liked Dean a lot. Yeah. Cause, well, Because you kind of have, like... Like, on one hand, you have Hogarth uh, being, like, to the Iron Giant, like, you, like, you aren't Atamo, like, you can be Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry about Atamo, you know? Um, like, you you choose your own path. And, like, he sees that, like, something doesn't have to be exactly what it appears to be, you know? And what's cool about Dean is, like, he feels the same way. Like, he lives... At a dump, basically. And is making art. And makes art out of it. scraps. Yeah, so he's, like, so he sees, like, what someone may see as something that, like, just deserves to be thrown away and, like, discarded and forgotten. He sees, like, 
that there is a potential and opportunity and, for this thing, like yeah. something to create beauty out of, you know? Yeah. And so he, he, in, in that way, I think really embodies like what I felt to be the overall, like a really strong overall message of the, of the iron giant. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So that's why I really like Dean personally. Cool. Yeah. What no, I, yeah, I agree. I feel like there's, I mean, you can like Dean or the mom. Um, Jen Aniston is like, I mean, she's just classic mom. There's yeah. nothing crazy happening there. Um, but yeah, you kind of, you kind of, especially as an adult, you're kind of taking Dean's, you know, perspective as much as possible. Um, but I did think the agent was very fun. Yeah, you liked the agent. He was fun. Yeah. And like, I liked how... I also liked how he had the weird little blush on his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his interactions with Hogarth are very fun because you know he's not going to kill this child. No. But like... When they have the stare off and they're sleeping in like opposite rooms from each other and he's like, I'm just going to stare at you until you fall asleep. Yeah. I love that scene. I'm like, this is so perfect. This is awesome. Um, Because it's like threatening in a way that's like, all you got to do is wait it out. Yeah. And like you have that kind of creeping anxiety and you don't really know how Hogarth is going to get out of it because you are seeing them both start to fall asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of fun little like is it going to turn out good? Is it, you know? Yeah, There yeah. are a lot of, like, bait and switches that happen in Especially this. Especially because you do realize it's, like, it's it's on the more, uh, it's not so much on the very kiddish side of these animated films. It's kind of resting in the PG-13 yeah. realm. So, I like, mean, I think it's still pretty PG. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, there are a couple of swear words thrown in, and... What, did they say, like, hell? Or yeah, like, there's, like, hell, and then... Damn it. Did they say damn it in it? I think so. Sorry but, like, to say that on the podcast, you guys. Yeah, you know we have a sensitive audience. Um, and just like you know, there you know the threat of life and these nukes and shit and like. Yeah, there's kind of an overarching like air of, uh, of um, there's like a general malaise that's sort of like, yeah, resting over this idyllic little town like it kind of falls into the realm and i kind of brought it up when we were watching it because the art style to me felt very lilo and stitch um but again i guess kid kid movies at that time were a little bit more what do i want to say like lax with their messaging yeah they weren't they weren't as like and it's so funny because i feel like um no i mean just because I feel like kids get exposed to a lot more, like nowadays, like with the with the advent of the internet. And yeah, with like everything, know? sure. But there's like definitely like the stuff like that's geared the kids, towards the children. kids that loved like the, the the kids that loved like the Iron Giant when it came out in like 1999 are like basically the same kids that like are that like get sat down to watch like the Boss Baby. When the boss baby yes, came exactly. out. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. just and so like, weird That's to think crazy. About. You know what I Cause mean? Because, yeah, you go from something like Lilo and Stitch, which is like foster parents. Yeah. And, like, you know, trying to find a family and, like, these, like, really pertinent things to something like the boss baby or uh, what else can you even compare it to? Like, Frozen it has nothing to do with literally anything. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. I just really appreciate it in that way. And also, given those circumstances you get higher stakes. So that's why I like this movie. Mm-hmm. I think the stakes... I think Frozen has high stakes. I don't think... They're it's... just fantasy stakes. Yeah, they're fantasy stakes. Elsa also is, see- is seen as a weapon. That's what, why she... Yeah, but I mean, like... But it's... 
it's that I mean fantasy stakes sometimes for me I'm like uh, you know sure it's it's not like a you like something that kind of like feels like it's within your world yeah, yeah like like anything anything close to that because because sure. even Endgame it's like it's, of course it's like or Infinity War it's like one of my favorite movies ever yeah. And like they they are fantasy stakes, but at the end of the day, it's still like you're gonna wipe out half of humanity as we know it. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, that's kind of where I fall. Lot less people to give Krispy Kreme to. <laughs> Damn it. Um, was there anything about this movie that you didn't enjoy per se, mm. or that you kind of were like, "This is okay. This is fine." I think it would have been fun if um, if Hogarth's mom had some more stuff to do. Sure. Because she kind of exists as, like, a, just a reactionary piece to what Hoagie's doing. Yeah. You know? Um, I thought I didn't like her character, but I think it could have been cool to, like, see her. It was cool to just hear Jennifer Aniston do a voiceover role. Yeah. Has she, like, really killed really, that shit? I'm sure she's done a whole bunch of voiceover stuff, but I can't really think of anything else that I know that she's done. No, it was excellent. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um I also thought Dean was going to end up being a government agent from the very Ooh, beginning. That would have been cool. At the beginning, because they're like, oh, they're bringing in some government agent. And he's like, well, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to be someone, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think I think my favorite moment, I mean, not even, like, moment, like, shared, like, ten minutes is when, like, Hogarth, like, reveals the Iron Giant to Dean, and he goes in and has coffee with them, and... Yeah. And just like it was just such a comfortable little little moment. That was really fun. You know? Yeah. It didn't end up badly. Like it could have been so much worse. And he's like, Yeah, man, come in, I have espresso. He's like, Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure about that? He's like, Yeah, I'm a cool guy. I'm yeah. Super hip, super cool. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dork. Dorky guy. Dean's like, you idiot. I like how he's like, Yeah, I, I get good grades because I, I do my homework. And if you do your homework, it's not that hard, guys. <laughs> and I get bullied for doing my homework. Don't be mad. I'm the only person that does homework in the yeah. class. He's, like... <laughs> He's really telling everybody to step their game up. Yeah. The kid actor was great, too. I have no idea who he is, but the yeah, kid that actor was, was um... excellent. Yeah, that was uh, Eli. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Marenthal. Eli Marenthal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who kind of looks like Hoagie. I only have his, like, adult yeah, I picture, could see him looking like but... that. Oh, he was in. Uh, I've I've seen him in a couple things. He's yeah, he's a '90s kid for sure. Yeah, um, he's 37 now. Yeah. Um, but I I very much also enjoy how this movie ends because it's kind of like like very last minute you end up knowing he's alive, whatever, because mm-hmm. the nuke explodes and then you don't see it. A statue is built in his name, and he's he's like, I miss him, and Dean got with the mom, obviously. <laughs> um. They hit it off. Yeah. And, uh, and Dean made an awesome sculpture of the Iron Giant. Yeah, with Hoagie on it. Oh, yeah, Hoagie was on it, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, in his hand. In yeah. his hand. It was yeah. so cute. It was very cute. Um, what did you think about, like, the, the whole U.S. military thing? Like, after they arrived and, like, when they started fighting and then when the general decided, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be attacking, like, maybe we're the problem here? Yeah, what did you I think mean... Of that? The funniest thing was, though, when he, like, went to straight defense mode and he was like, oh, no, this is an alien. This yeah. Is, the like, Soviets didn't do this. I was like, this like, is not... Uh, that was crazy. Um, but it's... I mean, the general listened. That's all you can ask for, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of how you would expect it to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not... My favorite part of the movie was... It's, like, a favorite section. My favorite section of the movie is when... Uh, like 
the the Air Force planes knock Hogarth and the Iron Giant out oh, of the out sky. Oh, yeah. And the Iron Giant like gets up and he thinks that Hogarth is dead because like of that when scene he, with the deer. Like when he poked the deer. Yeah. yeah. And then he just goes into like pure blind rage mode. Like you killed the guy that saved me, my best friend. The only person that really believed in me, aside from Dean, of course. Yeah. But the first person that believed in me, you know, and he just, like, goes fucking... Ballistic. He just shows everyone what he can actually... Because before, he's just, like, doing little targeted beam things, like, while Hoagie's distracting him. Yeah. And then you see, like, all of his arms turn into fucking Death Star cannons, Death Star cannons, and, like, man. It was men in black and, like, shit. that moment, crazy. that moment when he's, like, there's the the u.s navy ship the battleship like on the horizon and he's like loading up that crazy fucking like plasma weapon yeah and that and, was like a nuke Hoga- in itself and like bro. Ho- hoagie like runs up and like gets him to stop and he like moves it away at the last minute and like it just shoots like probably like five miles past the fucking battleship and you just see the entire it's light just sky <laughs> turn green it's like what like what the fuck is the power that this thing possesses <laughs> and all he has to do is eat scrap metal <laughs> he's just he's loading crazy. up crazy he also he, he like definitely he like shoots a, a tank like the and inside like of the his tank body is like a bubble like, yeah <laughs> And, like, the tank yeah. goes into the bubble, and it's the bubble just disappears. <laughs> he just, like, sent it to the nether realm, dude. <laughs> Crazy. Do you think that the Iron Giant could... This was my this is my little nerdy theory. Okay. The Iron Giant is, is like, the, like, the god species of fucking, um, like, Cybertron. Oh, okay. From the fucking... Like, the OG yeah. god? Yeah. One of the... Okay. Like, one of the... Like a fallen god somehow. Like, do you think? How well do you think like Megatron and Optimus Prime could take on? Do you think not a chance? No. But Optimus Optimus Prime would be talking so much shit the yeah. entire time. The funny, my my favorite videos to watch right now yeah. are Optimus Prime. He's like the bigger they are, the harder they fall. No, it's worse than that. You have to watch these videos. My favorite part where is he's like, give me your face. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll rip off your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the videos that are called like Optimus Prime being a war criminal for three <laughs> minutes or something. Like something like that. No, he would like not even work. He, like, he would run at the Iron Giant with a sword and that would just be it. Yeah. He'd put him in a bubble and he he'd would disappear. Go, go, <laughs> and then he would get sucked into the little bubble. Yep, that'd be it. Be done. Yeah. <laughs> the Iron Giant, man. That was cool. That was such a cool movie. It was great. Um, yeah, I think I think that you brought up the deer scene. That's one of my favorites. And the deer scene is really good. And even it's not like they didn't even do the thing like people kill people. They said guns kill people, which is interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, guns kill people. He's like, you're not a gun. Yeah, don't do you that. You don't have to be a gun. Yeah, because I thought Hogarth Hogarth should have died. Even though he definitely is made up of a lot of guns, but no, he just defends himself. He doesn't have to choose to use his guns. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your... Yeah, I really didn't like the Iron Giant because it seemed very anti-Second Amendment to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I really didn't appreciate that. What uh, What are some of your final thoughts on final or on Iron Giant? I will say, listening to you talk about this, because this has been, like... This has been one of the times in recent memory that you have, like, really lit up about a movie. I love the Iron Giant, dude. Yeah. Have you seen it before? Well, no, never. Okay. I, I, I knew, like, the Superman stuff and, like, the all that. Yeah. And I'd seen, like, tiny... Uh, this was one of those films that's, like, that is, like, extremely popular. It was extremely popular with, like, kids 
that, like people that were kids when we were kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like a little bit older than us. Yeah, but I hadn't, I'd never seen it, and I had all. I also got really lucky in that I never really saw any clips of it. Yeah, I haven't either. Nope. So that was really like I knew the Superman thing, and that was I knew at the end that the Iron Giant does take the nuke up into space. So I guess I knew like one of the most important parts of the plot. Yeah, but but I mean I a lot of that is also mildly predictable. Yeah, like it's nothing. You yeah, know. like you know what's gonna happen. But what's cool about the Iron Giant is I feel like it's one of those films where you can think like as much or as little about it as you want, and still have a good time watching it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? There's like just a lot of. Like, it's a it's like a really um, it's like a thought provoking film. I think it's and it not. I mean, maybe not necessarily super thought provoking, but I think it has like a strong message of hope that can kind of ignite people. Yeah. in a good way, you know. It like transcends, you know, that the like the, the message of hope, especially in these types of things. Like I said, you can bring it back to ET or anything. Yeah, any of the, yeah, is just hope for people and. And bringing things together that you're not familiar with. Yeah. And, you know, choosing not to destroy mm-hmm. or just to question and be curious and understand because there are beautiful things and things that evoke hope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is just baseline Iron Giant. Bam. Uh, what's your beef score? My beef score? So my numbered score, oof. I think I'm going to give it the Iron Giant a 9.4, guys. Whoa! Is that my best score that I've given? Potentially, I feel yeah. Like that might not be fair to give it a nine point four, but I'm giving it a nine point four. It's one of my. I think it might be one of my favorite animated films. That's fair. One of my favorite animated films, like specifically made for children. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, this is like a certified like. If I ever have kids, like I want them to watch the Iron Giant. Like that's on the list now. Cool. For sure. That's awesome. Um. Beef score, I'm going to give it, like, that first, like, like, when you're, like, growing up, like, that first, like, really, really good steak that you ever eat. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's, like, made by a loved one or, like, out at fucking Texas Roadhouse, you know? Mm. Like, that kind of, like, oh, that excitement. That yeah. discovery. That's cool. You know? Yeah. I give it that for my... For my beef. That's crazy. Beef a nine point four. Nine point four. Don't let it sway your It's not. Score. It's not. Um this I mean it's it's a very, very good uh I think nine nine point four might might be a little too high, but nine point four is my official. Yeah. Um it it's it doesn't rest in the world of like my favorite favorite animated movies. Um but the art style does and the message does. Um but in, in totality I can think of probably five or six more that I like a little bit more that's than fair. this, but that's not to denounce what this movie is and what it is capable of and what it was able to deliver. Um, that being said, I'm going to give this like an eight out of 10. Um, it's, it's, it's very good. It doesn't have, it really doesn't have faults like at all. Um, I think it could have been even longer and I still would have had a fantastic time. Um, yeah, it moves really quick. It does. It, it moves very, very like fast. It's, I mean, it's a short movie, too. It's yeah. like an hour 24, yeah. basically. Um, in terms of beef score, I would like to give this I, I would like a steak and eggs from a diner. But oh, the, nice. But the steak is miraculously seasoned. And also, the like, 
I like when I go to diners and they have home fries. Mm. There will be home fries on this plate. Nice. Like seasoned home fries. Nice. Um, and I paprika, think some exactly. Yeah, you see the salt, you pepper, see the little paprika, red flakes on there. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, this is about to bang. Yeah, they like might do it in like they might do it in like bacon fat or fucking beef fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's it it really is exceptional. This was very fun, um, especially in recent memory. I mean, what was the last <laughs> the last animated movies we watched? I think were uh, or they Howl's Moving Castle and Minions. Yeah, I forgot we watched Minions. Yeah, yeah. So. And Minions is a kids movie. You you put those two movies next to each other. You, what is this dog shit? Yeah, minion, <laughs> Minions and Iron Giant. <laughs> dog shit. Um, but yeah, no, it was really really good. Um, so we move on to our hopeful sponsors. Yes. You want to go first? Welcome back to the Bob Network with co-hosts Alex Morrison and Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. What is your hopeful sponsor for the day? Well, thank you, Chet. I will tell you what our hopeful, what my hopeful sponsor is. He doesn't speak for me. What? He doesn't speak for me. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I would like to be sponsored by Poland Spring Water, established 1845, with 100% oh, natural with spring actual water. Land. Uh, yeah, because if they sponsor us, then we get free water, and I want. We can't find water anywhere for free. No, I want free water. Um, I want giant. I you know they have like those like multiple gallon things that you can buy from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I want like I want like a twenty gallon tank, like brought into our apartment. Damn, and you can just have it. A pool. A pool, basically, just for drinking. Of Poland Spring. You want an aquifer in the apartment, basically? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see. That's my hopeful sponsor. Nice. You know, if we're going with real things, this is the first time we've ever done real. Oh no, we did no, moon shoes by Oreo in the day. O's. Oreo O's. That's true. We've we kind of started doing the imaginary ones, uh, more recently. I would say I like doing the imaginary ones. I just wasn't feeling very creative about it today. You know what? I'm also not going to be creative. I want us to also be sponsored by Krispy Kreme donuts because I've really enjoyed working Correct. with Krispy Kreme so far. Correct. Krispy Kreme is great. Two things that I realized about just human like just new york in general especially is one the joy that crispy cream especially free crispy cream brings to people mm-hmm. like the amount of gratitude that i received today mm-hmm. giving people a free glazed donut they were mm-hmm. the traditional glazed oh god damn. i tried like there they had like a lemon cream one that i tried lemon we got cream. like a fr- we got like a free like six pack thing when we went to pick them up in the morning we had like lemon cream there was a jelly filled we had the normal glazed we had a Boston cream. We got a, uh, I think I named five already. Yeah. Uh, but there are. There's one more in there. There's one, There's two. No, there's two more in there. Two more in there. Because we got a, a normal cream filled, which normally I don't like the cream filled that isn't Boston cream. But theirs is really good. And then one of my coworkers got a fucking Reese's Pieces fucking oh, like caramel like... peanut butter one Ooh. with sprinkles and shit on it. I thought it was going to be absolutely disgusting. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so tasty. I probably would have died if I took more than one bite, but I no, I wouldn't have died. I just would have had a, an intense sugar rush. Yeah. But long story short, I learned two things. Krispy Kreme makes people happy, and there are uh, unexpectedly uh, a lot of people in New York that have diabetes and can't eat Krispy Kreme, unfortunately. Aw. That's another thing I like. Can we go to today. the Krispy Kreme in Times Square? Yeah, I'd love to. I we're gonna do a live podcast in Krispy Kreme uh, at the Krispy Kreme in Times Square. That'd be fun. Uh, next Wednesday. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah, you're setting a date. Uh, they time. actually just Krispy Kreme just DM'd me. They said thanks for the uh, thanks for the love, brother. 
Uh, can't wait to collab. So, uh, yeah, they said if we get 1 million uh, Patreon subscribers in the next uh, 24 hours, then we'll be able to make it happen. If we get a million Patreon subscribers, we can just buy Krispy Kreme. So, get on it, guys. <laughs> we'll give you free Krispy Kreme. Yeah, help us make $4 million a month. Yeah, thanks, cool. guys. Uh, speaking of our patrons, thank you so much to our patrons uh, for joining us on the pod. As always, if you would like to join us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Bucket of Beef Show where you get exclusive content, uh, reviews of our Last of Us show, which was forever ago, and horror movie stuff, which was also forever ago. Yes. But today, we decided we are going to start a new series that I'm exceptionally excited i brought it to luke's attention and he was like i'm so down and i was like oh i have nipple chills and this is something i haven't seen a lot of these i feel like alex has seen way more of these than i have i i would i I mean i've seen seen, i would say i've seen half i've seen maybe three or four okay how many are there a lot okay well tell them what it is okay we're gonna watch the first episode of every power rangers series so if you guys want to hear that it's gonna be so much fun uh, oh man, it's gonna be a blast and a half. So yeah, I think we're gonna start doing that. And uh, I don't know. We'll just sorry about the, the fucking yeah, helicopter. We've got a bunch of helicopters going over. What's going on today? Um, but uh, we will start releasing those, I guess, as soon as possible. Barring you know Samuel Court and a couple other things we're doing. Uh, if you also want to donate to Samuel Court, uh, we have a GoFundMe that we've been sending out. Yes. 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 <laughs> so if you like, we haven't put a big yeah thing selectively, out selectively. Um, but we have that on its way. Uh, shout out to our patrons. We have uh, Stephen, Amanda, Jenny, Jason, Victor, Julia, Dwight, Adam, Julia, L, Dina, Brittany, Olga, Rick, Nicole, Nikita, and Nicholas. Was a heart bigger than the Iron Giant? That is true. The only person that I know that could beat the Iron Giant in single handed combat and in uh, friendship is Nicholas. Yes, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, Nicholas would just like punch the big nuke thing that it sh- that he shoots out. <laughs> but you know what? He wouldn't fight because I don't know if Nick owns a gun. And, and Nick wouldn't need one. No, Nick doesn't need one. No, he's got power. He just has. He he only has to use like two percent of his power. Exactly. He'd handle it. He'd be fine. Exactly. Nick's actually been keeping the Earth rotating. Yeah, you know, if, when you, it, if you it, didn't when know. We, when we found out that the Earth like tilted 35 inches off of its axis because we've been pumping so much water out of the ground, mm-hmm. uh, Nick has actually been. He, it was it was actually going to completely like reverse the polarization of the Earth, mm-hmm. but Nick's literally in his dreams. He's been fighting to keep it uh, together. There's like definitely a raid. There's happening something happening right outside. I want to go to the roof. Yeah, you should go to the roof and see what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, the end of the podcast, you guys. (laughs) We're going to see if the DEA is at our door. We'll talk soon. Uh, We love you. Thanks for listening to the 25th episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke. You're going to say last name? Oh, take your time. Take your time. Oh, Hodson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) We'll see you on episode 26. We love you so much, smooches. Okay, bye. Hit him with the outro. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. 
too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby.